Hello everyone, it's Mark here welcoming you to another exciting edition of Creative Psychopaths. The only thing I just want to address right here at the top of the group is the Facebook group I've lost admin control to. Um, so there is a new group, Creative Psychopaths, a horror movie podcast, which is the correct group to join. This week I'm joined by um, Laura and we're talking about the movie I See You. Laura is really great to talk to and it's a really good episode. The only other thing is my uh, audio capture thing was being a pain, so there are actually no movie clips in this episode, but um, it's not worse for it. So yeah, let's get into it. Hang on a second, what's that noise upstairs? That's right, it's me. I'm secretly living in your house. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Creative Psychopaths, a horror movie podcast where each week I talk to a guest about their history with horror movies and a movie of their choice with a couple of fun questions at the end creating a delightful horror sandwich. This week I'm joined by Laura twice because um, unfortunately we started chatting to each other, we got past the first question almost and it turns out that I'm an idiot who can't press record. So we're going to stop being rude and say hello again. Now, hello, Laura. Oh, hello again. Hello. So, we we really nailed the small talk bit last time. Um, there was weather. There was clothes. It was it was a real it was a real treat. But uh, Ma- Mark was going to do a good accent of a Brixtonian, but he yeah. decided to hold back on that one. Yeah, that is. Um, it is the sort of. I hate to stereotype, but it is a sort of. The sort of cider accent accent isn't it is that right yeah pretty much depending where in bristol i'm not from bristol of course no. um, but when i moved to bristol you you do hear the accents right they sort of talk like that yeah basically right i didn't resist it this time yeah you didn't no because we did the small talk last time so um Right, so the first question is, let's get into it. Sorry, everybody, if it's a bit of a janky start, but what is the first horror movie you can remember seeing? Was it Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds? Yes, it was Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. So yeah, as I mentioned um, when it wasn't recording, The Birds from Alfred Hitchcock was my first film remembered. My dad made me watch it when I was a kid. Basically, I was off sick from school. I couldn't sleep. um, And dad saw birds appear on TV and he went... You know what you should watch this and then popped it on which made me scare of scared of birds for like a few weeks yeah yeah birds are scary though actually to be fair yeah. um you know what the hell are they doing up there and they've, <laughs> they've got those sort of dead eyes you know they sort of <laughs> yeah so on, on the scene um i remember was they scratching the seat roof scene in the yeah, attic and yeah. then basically uh with the at when my that uh, we have mice in our attic so the mice yeah. kept scratching the attic and um i was like daddy daddy i can hear the birds <laughs> in the roof can you come get me please now that is scary to yeah. be fair, look, there's there's i can't think of a better way to start than alfred hitchcock because that fella will scare the shite out of you so at what point then did you become a horror fan 
Uh, I want to say mostly at the start of college, so probably mm-hmm. around 2007. Okay. Uh, the reason why is I had a few friends into horror, and we did a lot of like horror cinema after school, after college. And right. I call, I call my tutor was also very into it, so a lot of like our projects were very horror related. I think he taught us like how to do like zombie makeup on Photoshop and things like that. Oh, wow. And then I uh, I kind of started off watching zombie films and got addicted to those. Money. And then I started branching out further to classics such as Frankenstein and Dracula. And now I kind of watch horror based on real life situations like kidnapping or murder, things like that. And also I kind of watch horror anime now as well. I really like horror anime. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've watched some, but not a lot. I've got a friend at work who is constantly recommending anime to me, especially horror stuff because he knows I'm into it. But it's like, it's tricky to pick stuff up all the time. Yeah. And, and I think... It's quite niche, horror anime, as in, um, especially if you are not very good with subs, because I'm not really a fan of dubs over subs, so. No, no. I think the only thing I've watched is uh, Tokyo Ghoul, which probably is on the lower end of it. Yeah. Um, But that's as far as I've gone with that, because, unfortunately, I mean, I've always been such a horror fan, um, and what I've found doing this podcast, I've found that I've got, I don't want to say gaps because I don't think you can watch everything, but I've found that I'm really had to dip into a lot of horror movies now to try and sort of widen my base of, uh, you know, like what I've seen and, you know, what I can relate it back to. And I think horror anime is I'm missing big um, gaps there. So maybe you could recommend some. Um, uh, yeah. So Death Note is a good one. Uh, when right, I yeah. cry, Higurashi. So when I cry is a very weird story, but it's extremely graphic in regards to torture. Uh, nice. Sugar Rush, which is basically about a girl who kidnaps a little girl and keeps her in the house just to make her feel happy. Okay. Elf and Lied is about a sort of killer experimental robot, but again, lots of blood. And then Promised Neverland, which is basically about uh, some people living. Basically, it was about humans being kids being farmed for monsters to eat but they didn't realize it until later on oh god that's awful yeah but i don't know if you heard death note death note's quite it, it's a very well known one um death note basically uh, uh there's death gods in the sky they write people's names and write how they're gonna die yeah yeah one, I saw one, the... yeah one got bored and basically gave it to a human the book to uh, write uh, names down right i saw the live action version i think it was on oh, netflix no that was terrible that one <laughs> Yeah, so I so I hear, so I hear, and I do like to say I do like anime, and I have d- dipped in here and there, but um, I think, like I say, Tokyo Ghoul's probably about as far as I've gone in in horror. Um, I've watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z though. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've probably seen that. I've even not seen anime much. <laughs> um, so, what is the scariest horror movie? I found this difficult because horror movies don't really scare me. And I say birds, mm. birds did make an eighth impact because I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, there's one film which I decided to not fully watch. I wouldn't really call it a film, beers, but have you ever heard of ABCs of Death? Yeah. 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 I yeah, kind of seen them, I think. Yeah. So I kind of got to like let M and stop watching it because right. the, scene, the scenes in the M made me feel almost sick because basically the crows kind of went over the line and it was basically about trying out child pornography and stuff and I was like no right right yeah it was very controversial um mm-hmm. and then if, if I had to pick one I'd probably say dead silence because the doll was pretty scary in that oh yeah old James Wan yeah yeah yeah, 
he's like become the new sort of father of uh, of horror really i mean there are, yeah there are some fantastic directors out there at the moment for horror and i'd say probably james one slightly losing his throne but certainly dead silence is a good one and uh i know the scene that you're talking about in abc's of death um and you're right that one is um yeah just a, just a hair too far um no, it's not a hair too far. It's too fucking far. Yeah, and it, I just didn't carry on after that. No, no. Um, I think if it hadn't been for that particular one, they probably... Um, but then, it, as I recall, that one's Japanese, right? Or something like that. Um, and they yeah. do, or they do tend to push it a bit too far sometimes. Yeah, to anyone who hasn't heard of ABC's Horror of Death, basically, it's just a load of people making mini horror films. Mm. Um following the alphabet so a for something b for something like i think yeah. i think the reason why i started watching it was because i saw a clip of d for dog and i fell in love with that and then i say i bought the film and yeah i didn't finish it no no yeah it is good though because as, as far as like compilations go it's good because some of them are long and some of them are like really short um but yeah you have to have a strong stomach for that m1 yeah um so what is uh, the best kill. Oh, so I've got. Am I only allowed to do one for this one? I'm quite happy for you to have multiple answers okay. to all the questions. That because when I answer them, I I won't give yeah, just one answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so first off, ghost ship, the wire scene. Oh, excellent! The opening. Yeah, the opening. Never get mm. out of my head. Love that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the death scene in Thirty One Ghosts with Ben Moss. Have you seen Thirty One Ghosts? <sighs> have I? It rings a bell. It's basically about a glass house with ghosts trapped in it. Highly recommend it. But basically there's one scene where this guy, he goes through a glass door, gets halfway through and the door slams shot on him and cuts him in half. But then the yeah. other half of his body slides down and you can see the, the one and a half of the body remain. It's really cool. Uh, and then gross. Holes. Have you heard of Holes? Yes. Yes. Uh, the scene with the open the can and then the guy comes running over and smashing his face against the thing. I don't remember that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, of course, the main best, best one, I put the main vote, is uh, a scene from Final Destination, which is the hair salon scene. Yeah. Because, yeah. Mainly because I wrote this in my dissertation. I forgot to mention this, actually. I did it in my uni dissertation. I did it about horror films, just so I could wow. watch horror films. And I, wor- I worked on, C- like, the comment was, has CGI ruined horror films? And the conclusion was yes. But I, me- I mentioned about horror films, like if they have like slow suspense, it works really well. Mm. And that scene worked really well because the buildup was it starts off a wonky ceiling fan, water starts leaking over the electronics, you know, poor wiring, hair straighteners. You don't know how this person's going to die. Mm. And it just keeps building up and you kind of guess it. And literally the, the way she dies is not even to do the hairdressers. A stone comes right through her face from a, a lawnmower. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that is a good scene. That is a good scene. And actually those Final Destination, a lot of them are really creative. Mm. Um, I talked to my sister the other week, and I don't know if you listened to it, but there's one in in the first one where the guy dies in the shower. It's it's like you say, it's just a sort of slow build of whatever, and he ends up slipping in the bathtub and getting caught, uh, gets caught in the wire and... It's such a slow build of a scene and the actual death itself is slow because it seems like he's going to get up, but he can't get the grip. Yeah. And, well, I mean, yeah. so basically when I compared it in meditation, like a lot of times since CGI is not very realistic, mm. um, there's a lot of 
jump scares and quick scares which yeah. you go oh and then you forget about it but the slow suspension is what creates the scare yeah I, to- I totally agree with you I totally agree with you um I mean I started my journey with like slasher films but now I'm I'm mo- I'm more into what you're saying like I, I do I do love a slow burn some of the ones I've watched lately just don't even don't even catch fire if you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly <laughs> They just they just keep burning till the end, and then you go. Yeah. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I don't feel good about it. Mm, oh no. <laughs> so, oh, given that, then, so what are the standout effects? So, are you saying in the in the best kill, or just in general, is there any effects I well, really enjoy? Yeah, what are the standout? Yeah, standout effects in any horror film. So, well, so I'm a huge fan of uh, like creating realistic effects through makeup so mm. any of the george a romero classics are perfect for that yeah uh day of the dead to be specific where basically when people get their bodies ripped open it looks so realistic and I absolutely yeah it does it. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's this slow, like, them pulling out. Because I think George A. Murray actually, like, used animal products and things like that in, right, in yeah. people's bodies. So. Mm. Yeah, so it looks really realistic. And it's... Mm. Oh, it, I, say, I say it looks really realistic. It's not, though, is it? It's, it's over-the-top gore. Yeah. And, um, you know, to the terms of, you know, it doesn't... So I was saying this to somebody the other day at work, and I say it's the gore that doesn't make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's so over-the-top. It's like, eh, I'm okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I hate um, Achilles tendons being cut because it's like, it's too realistic and I can feel it. You know what I mean? Is that the bit in the heel, that bit? Yeah. 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 I can't yeah. stand that. There's something about that particular thing that makes me cringe. Um, and and yeah, I'm with you. I can, I can watch, See, I can watch this people get in- ripped open. And- yeah, it's, it's interesting because like things that I cover my eyes is, is when people get things pushed into them, like a knife or a mm. syringe or something like that. I can't look at that for some reason. No, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird what, um, what you'll take. But I think, I think sometimes it is the difference between over the top unreality what you would never it never happened to me i'm never going to yeah. get ripped to pieces by by zombies mm. but feasibly someone could stab me <laughs> or put a syringe in my eye yeah so uh i think that's and that's i think why it makes us cringe more because yeah. it's like huh. yeah I, to be fair, I've actually been cringing a lot during all during a lot of the kills that you said, and I don't normally <laughs> I don't normally do that. I, I felt myself doing it. <laughs> I think I've overhorrored myself lately. I think I'm like I've I've gone back round from being desensitized to be like oh, I don't want to see things anymore. Stop. Oh, sh- I think I think stop any- showing me murders. <laughs> well, I say when you talk asked me about the the best kills, like they were the ones that really stuck to my head, and no matter what, won't get out of my head now. So. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what ones I pick when I'll get round to it. Um, let's not do that now, though. <laughs> uh, so keep mo- we'll keep moving forward. So a movie that needs a sequel, or movies that need to stop making sequels. So to be honest, I tend to stop watch film, stop watching films if they have lots of sequels. I lose interest in them. So I haven't actually seen any of the saws. I think I've only seen the first one. Right. Uh, Texas Chainsaw haven't seen. Um, I think I've seen all Final Destination, to be honest. Okay. Even the Final Destination, even though it wasn't the Final Destination. Um, so I'm going to go for uh, making sequels, but it's not a film. Mm-hmm. Um, Archive 81. So Netflix just recently announced they're not going to make a sequel, but it's really annoying because I really enjoyed it. 
that's uh, that was the that's the one where they moved the ship the guy to a sort of place in the middle of nowhere to restore stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. Um, I, I don't want to be a plugger. I'm not plugging anything, but it mm. it did start off as podcast first, and then then oh, did it? took it into, into a series. Yeah. So recommend the podcast people who haven't seen it. <laughs> I, I didn't I honestly didn't know that I'm gonna have to I'll have to look into that because I yeah am, oh, it's pretty good always in the mood for a new podcast um because I'm sick of listening to myself <laughs> I mean I already knew what I said and I already knew what the other people said plus I edited it, it so you know but someone's gotta listen someone's gotta listen so I assume you have watched archive 81 I watched some of it I don't to be quite honest with you it didn't grab my attention oh that's a shame um I think I probably could have tried harder with it. Yeah. Um, but I, no, it didn't. It didn't grab my attention, and and I think that's the problem that I've got is if it doesn't get me in the first maybe couple of episodes, I'm I'm out. Yeah. And then I end up going back to watch something I've watched forty five times before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's see. So. Based on what you just said, do you have a favourite franchise? Yes. So oh. George, George A. Romero. Anything from George A. Romero, basically. Like so the Dead series, basically. The Dead series, yeah. Mm. I don't I yeah. don't like I don't like the remakes, and I'm pretty sure he went downhill with Survival of the Dead, I believe. There was one, mm. I can't remember what it was. Uh, it was one where I think it was like a hotel in the middle of the sea or something like that. Or they went to an island. It was one where they went to an island and people were keeping zombies as pets there or like keeping oh. family members but there's like the latest story rose kind of bit went a bit downhill because they did bring cgi into it and it kind of the stories kind of mm. didn't really make sense anymore but the classics of georgia Rose, sure like i could rewatch all of them all the time yeah yeah oh I, um, the, they are excellent um night of the living dead is fantastic um really one of my favorites mm. And I actually quite liked the Tom Savini remake. Yeah. I actually did on this show, on this show, on the podcast. <laughs> and when I watched that, I went back and watched the original. And what I liked about the comparison between the two is they're so different. Yeah. Um, and I could appreciate that if you're going to remake something, then remake it differently, um, you know, with the sort of bones of, of the plot there. So, yeah, no, I'm with you. And, you know, I think... I can't say I've seen them all. And I must admit, I'm lacking in knowledge there because I think the last one I've seen is with the uh, vaguely smart zombie, uh, the teach yeah. in a minute. So, which one's that? Is Day that of the Day Dead. Day of the Dead. I thought it yeah. was Day of the Dead. Yeah. I know I was going to commit to Day of the Dead and then I lost confidence in myself. Um, but yeah, I think that's as far as I went with it. Okay. Um, hang on a second. No, maybe not. <laughs> did he do the ones that got the big daddy in yes oh then i've seen that one as well yeah. then. okay i've seen that one as well so i believe the big daddy is one which basically they they made they have a hotel that blocked all zombies out and it was in the middle of the war yeah that's right and yeah. then zombies has become decided becoming intelligent and he learned how to go and walk in the water and go over there mm. yeah i think that was big daddy who started it all yeah he's sort of uh Vaguely, it's like leading the zombies, zombie, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, yeah. No, I have seen that one, and I think Simon Pegg and Nick Frost make a little, um, little cameo in that as zombies. Oh, do they? I didn't know that. I'll have to yeah. look at that. Yeah, 
Um, either that or I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is the worst horror you've seen? Uh, how did we think this? I think I'm going to go for Mirrors. Mirrors. Um, so this is a Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. Yes. Um, so. It's got a great kill in it, as I recall, but it's dull as dishwater. Yeah, the story yeah. was just... <laughs> Uh, mm. It's just every time I think about horror films and they, ones I didn't like, I always go back to Mirrors. So basically, I'm a big Kiefer Sullivan fan. I got mm. into, into him at 24. And I was like, I want to see anything to do with Kiefer Sullivan. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, got, I watched most of Kiefer Sullivan films. And when I watched that, I was like, what was that? <laughs> yeah, it's not, it, it's an incredibly dull film, but I think it does have a really good. Does someone peel their face off or something like that? Something like uh, that. Happens, so and I it looks know- good. Yeah, so I think so. And base the whole gem- premise of is is um, someone who was tortured back in the days mm. with mirrors, and then they became possessive of the mirrors um, and started killing people. Mm. Uh, Keith Sutherland was an ex detective, and Keith Sutherland was uh, investigating this, trying to find someone who went missing. And yeah, there was basically the mirrors who just kept messing around with him. But the end of it was very weird, where basically. Um, I think they blew up the building to do with the mirrors or something like that. And Kiefer Sullen then got trapped in the middle mirror world at the end. But yeah, I just didn't like any of the story. That. No, that's not... I have I have definitely seen it. When you said it, I I could pick a picture Kiefer Sutherland in my head, but his name was just it is uh, a pretty it's a pretty old film to be honest. It's a couple yeah, quite no, a few I, years ago. I have definitely seen it. I remember seeing it and I remember that it was poor. Um so yeah, good choice. So the last question before we get into the movie is, what is your favourite horror movie? Are you going to guess what I'm going to say? Um, uh, is it Night of the Living Dead? No, Day, Day of the Dead. <laughs> oh, really? Day yeah. of the Dead. All oh, <laughs> yeah. right, okay. I never get bored of that. Uh, I like the fact, the concept of conditioning zombies and they were trying to mm. condition it. So they had yeah. Bub, Bub the zombie who was trying mm. to get conditioned. Um and like the fact that afterwards they realized that how they were actually conditioning zombie was using dead soldiers as bait for him, well, like as training treats, basically. Yeah. So it's like it's still not going to work. Like, yes, you conditioned it, but you're still feeding it humans. <laughs> and then, but even so, this Bub like gets ven when Dr. Logan gets murdered. Bub like does like a nice little tribute and grabs the gun and tries to shoot the guy. Yeah. And, it's, and there's a really good character, which is John. Basically, John's the guy who I think he was in a camper van or something like that. Basically, he was away from the actual camp itself. And he's the he was the I think he was like a Jamaican guy giving advice, basically. Right. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. I like I like the entire story of that and really like the scenes and the, and like the actual death scenes. And when the zombies come in, and start killing them, uh, people it was really good. Yeah, it is a good movie. It is a good movie. Um, I think, I think, my, like I said to you already, my zombie knowledge is way lower than it should be. Um, and I think I've seen more recent ones than I have. Oh, seen... my my zombie. Well, it's weird because I was I was not really a horror fan. I was a zombie fan for ages. Yeah, right. And I was like, having this, uh, I, to the standard, I was like, having arguments with people, what is a zombie? What's not a zombie? Like, is if someone's like, thing, uh, like, oh God, try to remember films now. Like, what's the one with the, uh, where people get, become like zombie-like with the blood and everything? I've forgotten now. Is it 28 Days Later? Yeah, there you yeah. go. I, I, I don't call them as zombies. I call them as infected. 
that yeah yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'd agree with that I'd agree with that I think yeah I think the best one I've seen lately though was Train to Busan I think that that must have been my favorite uh, I think it might be my that. favorite zombie movie yeah, I think that my... might be my favorite zombie movie my partner's seen it but I haven't seen it yet I would highly recommend that I was gonna okay. do that on the shit on here but um, I got laryngitis and then I, there was no point in me cut recording the episode because I was I was talking like this. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, so I we didn't get to that episode, but I will get around to it. And I do I do highly recommend watching it, especially okay. if you're a zombie fan. Right. So that is the first slice of bread in the horror sandwich. Um, so we've got the bread or whatever it is you have as a sandwich. I don't, you know, as long as it's you know, three items or whatever. <laughs> Get off the sandwich, Lynn. Um, <laughs> always on the sandwiches. Always on the Well, I do like a sandwich. In fact, I've gotten so far now as to ask people what, what their favourite sandwich is, so we might as well do that. What what would you be your favourite sandwich? Prawn mayo. Prawn mayo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, cla- classic. I like it. Right, so this is the prawn mayo filling, which is to say the movie, which is... The title of the episode, uh, <laughs> I, I see you from 2019. Now, I'm curious. Normally, I'd say I'm curious to find out why it is that you um, wanted to suggest this, but I think if I asked you that, we might spoil it a bit, or at least. I th- I think we're going to have to spoil the film, so just uh, have I'm, yeah. I'm I'm, not. I'm I'm going to I'm yeah. going to I'm going to spoil the crap out of it. Yeah. Um, but I guess. We'll spoil it as we go through, and then at the end, you can tell yeah. me tell me why it is that you. Recommend. I mean, I'll tell you, of course. Um, I noticed that a lot of your previous podcasts showing old films, and I kind of want to show you something new that we can discuss. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there's not many good new films, and I've, this is the most recent film I've probably seen, which I've really enjoyed. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. God, I've got to stop saying um. <laughs> You wouldn't believe how many of those I have to edit out. <laughs> um, I should have did it again. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, there have been some great, um, great recent ones uh, that I've watched, um, and I'm looking forward to doing some episodes uh, coming up with some um, some of the up to date ones. But I remember watching this one, and I'll tell you why because Helen Hunt was in it, and basically my initial thing was I haven't seen Helen Hunt in anything in ages. Um, so let's give it a go. I, um, I, I think, I, I think what got me into watching it was I was at that stage where I was like, I want to see a horror film. And then went Netflix, pick a horror film. And then I went for the list and I went through Rotten Tomatoes and this one had high ratings. I was like, mm. let's watch it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting because there's not much uh, context in the plot as in the actual explanation. Like when you know they give you like little context yeah. of the plot, it doesn't really give it much. I was like, let's just give it a go. Yeah, right. Okay, so this movie is directed by Adam Randall and I didn't find that he directed much more than, than this or at least nothing anyone have, would have heard of. It stars Helen Hunt as Jackie Harper. She's the person in this that I'm just going to say the actor name for, so she'll never be Jackie from now on. Um, <laughs> I, John... don't, I, I don't know I've seen many Helen Hunt films. I'll have to double check that. Hmm. No, but she was big in, I don't know if it was late 2000s or late 
oh no, sorry, early 2000s or late 90s, because she she did win an Oscar for As Good As It Gets. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so, you know, she's quite a famous actor. Actor, And I, I sort of, in research for this, I was like, I thought I'll, I'll look in what happened to Helen Hunt, but it turns out she was making loads of films. It's just oh, I hadn't seen anything. <laughs> I hadn't seen anything that she was in. So, um, yeah, there you go. Helen Hunt. Right, so um, John Tenney as Greg, uh, Judah Lewis as Connor, uh, Owen Teague as Alec, and Lieb Bearer as Mindy. Um, there's one less, one actor name I haven't written down, um, so it's just going to get skipped by, but there is another detective called uh, Spitsky. Oh, yes. I didn't write the name of the actor down, but um, he's in there, and we'll, we'll maybe look it up at the end. Yeah. Uh, so the budget for this film was $5 million. So it was low budget. Yeah. Um, but it only box office at $1.1 million. So in theory, not a very successful film. Um, but I guess it's made its way onto Netflix. So yeah, I genuinely don't know how these things work because presumably Netflix buy the rights to a film. And I don't know if that adds to its box office or whatever. I don't know anything. <laughs> Right, so let's get into the plot. So we open up with a sort of beautiful opening scene scene of a small town, you sort of what you'd expect to be a typical American um, small town. Uh, we see a boy on a bike and he's cycling through a forest and he gets pulled off the uh, bike by what seems to be an unknown force and he flies yeah. through the air. Um, we suddenly get a jump cut to a house uh, in the dark and there's a lot of this creeping around the house, creeping, yeah. creeping, creeping. Uh, and then it just comes up with, I see you. But, um, and I was scared because it said they saw me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, that was so stupid. Uh, anyway, Honestly, so- I've like, um, I texted my partner today and I was like saying, oh yeah, I've got an interview for a horror film. And he's like, oh, which horror film? And I went, I see you. And he went, stop spying on me. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Is he a dad? Is that a dad joke? It's a very dad joke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we see Helen Hunt staring into nowhere. She's staring at nothing and she's cooking pancakes. And um, her son Connor walks in and says, Oi, pancakes are on fire. And she goes, Oh dear. But he doesn't want the pancakes. And there's some, this like onomacity, uh, animosity between the, the two of them. Her phone rings and Connor's like, hey, who was on the phone? Funnily enough, actually, um, well, it's not funny, but I put a picture of my notes on um, on my Facebook and your sister Jade commented because I literally have written phone rings, who dat? Um, <laughs> and because I was like, I, I started writing these at the beginning of the week and I looked at them and I'm going, I don't even know what I've written here. I don't know why I've written <laughs> phone rings, who dat? Um, and then we follow yeah. on with missing mug. So she's missing a mug. Um, yep. Like I say, there's animosity between them, and it turns out their dad, Greg, is on the couch, and uh, he has a little conversation with Connor, um, and he says that she did a pretty shitty thing, but we don't know what the shitty thing is yet. Connor's so there's a lot, there's a lot of family drama to stop. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of animosity there. There's a lot of like, uh, yeah. and uh, Connor's like, oh, been in fights at school, and I don't like Connor. He's a he's a bit of a wiener. All the way through, I don't like the kid. 
he's, he's a, a he's a bit of an annoying kid, isn't he? Like I say, oh, most of the way through, I refer to him as a bit of a wiener. Um, <laughs> again, we cut to Helen Hunt, and she's sort of staring at. Well, she's watching kids. Why have I written that? So that's what she's doing anyway. Don't worry about it. Uh, Greg gets a <laughs> phone call. Uh, it's Helen Hunt on the phone, and he throws the phone through the fucking window. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, I try to look in more into that. Why he just? I know why mm. he threw the phone, but why did he have to get that mad? I about don't know why. In fairness, it's acted to a point it's, where he goes, he, he is going. Why the fuck did I throw my phone out of the window? Yeah, he kind of looked in the window, went shit. <laughs> like, fuck's yeah. sake. Like, he um he ends up on the roof and there's a jug on the roof with um it's got butts in it, cigarette butts. Or well, let's to be honest, they're they're sort of happy cigarette butts, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. But we don't know anything about that on this show. Um so how would I know? Ah yeah. don't listen, Mum. Um, and anyway, he's on there and oh, shadow passes behind him. Very good. Anyway, it turns out that Greg is a detective. That's nice. Um, and he's been told about mm. the missing kid from the start of the film. And we end up going to the crime scene. There's a lot of, I think, good camera angles here. The, the whole thing's actually got nice camera angles. So it's good. Top down, yeah, yeah, close ups of, you know, what you would think of as evidence, like the bikes and stuff like that. We, yeah, it's, it's good. I like it. Um, we go back to Helen Hunt, who's back at home, and all the cutlery's missing, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, she hears noises upstairs, and she's going, uh, Connor? But he's, it's not him. It's a man who repaired the window. And she says, who the fuck let you in? Uh, without swearing. <laughs> and uh, the guy goes, oh, your daughter let me in. You trained the kid well. And Helen Hunt's like, who the hell are you talking about? Yeah, it's, I mean, that interesting. The, the great thing about that scene was they said the mm. kid let them in. Your kid let them in. Very nice. Um, she was lovely. And then as soon as she said the she, she was closed. The, the mum was closed the door. I was like, wait, what did <laughs> you say? Yeah. Actually, because you trained her well. She's not a dog, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And then we go back to the crime scene and there's a little uh, search party on the go. And there's people there going, look. If you find any evidence, tell us, because that's the best way to do stuff. Um, like I say, here we were with uh, Greg and... What did I say the other detective was called? Skitsky? Skitsy. Skit, Spitsky. Spitsky, that's it. Uh, the spit. weird name. It sounds, like, it sounds like a name of a dog, doesn't it? Yeah, Spitsky. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Or a cat, <laughs> Spitsky. <sighs> yeah. I'm getting a cat to call it Spitsky now. Anyway, at the crime scene, they find a green penknife. And it turns out this green penknife is associated to a previous killer called Cole Gordon. Uh, and they found six boys buried many years ago, and they all were buried with these green penknives. Um, yeah. Let's see. Helen Hunt's taking pills. Bit of a pill popper. They all seem to be, actually. Um. Yeah, I think the husband yeah, was, was popping yeah. pills, isn't he, as well? Sleeping, sleeping pills, isn't uh, it? Let's see. They, uh, they're having dinner. Oh, she's having dinner with Connor, and he's being a wiener again. And she goes, oh, did mm-hmm. you let the repairman in earlier? And he's like, I mean, don't even know what you're fucking talking about. Um, no, well, you didn't say I don't know what you're talking about. 
he basically took a stab at it saying, why are you going, were you trying to sleep with him? Like, it kind of feels sarcastic. Yeah. Because, because then he goes on to say, how could you do that? And uh, who was it with? So now we figured out that she's cheated on Greg. How could you cheat on Greg? He's detecting about, he's a good lad. Oh, yeah. Is he? <laughs> uh, Connor shouts, you ruined our family. Uh, which is fun. Uh, anyway, she's, so she's doing the dishes and the TV switches on. Oh. Anyway, Helen Hunt turns mm. it off. And guess what? It turns back on. Oh, a ghost. Anyway, Greg's home. She says, I've reported the repairman because all our silverware is gone. Is Actually... It- to be quite honest, I know I'm taking a piss as I go through a bit, which is which is what I do. Um, but actually, yeah. the acting here is really good, and it's tension. You know what I mean? There's genuine. It feels like genuine tension between two real people. It's it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. And the whole premise at the moment is 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 starting off as a paranormal film, right now. Yes, yes, it's um, it's very, very ghosty. Mm-hmm. Very ghosty. Uh, let's see. So there's a news report about the missing kid. The Greg's going upstairs and he sees a little missing picture on the stairway. Ooh. And then he sees a loose mm-hmm. hamster. Da, da, da. The hamster's like, but no, sorry. No, he's not doing <laughs> that. Uh, anyway, so the hamster, the hamster's like, no, fuck you. I'm, I'm escaping. Do, do, do. And off it goes into a closet. And so Greg goes into the closet. Uh, he goes into the cl- he goes into the closet, closet with a hamster, with a P, hamster. Um, but the door slams, the closet door slams, and he's trapped inside and he's going, Can't you fuck let me out? Yeah, he's accusing yeah. the kid and he's like looking oh. through the gap, and then it's a kid oh, peers yeah. in the gap and he's just like, But then me, Helen Hunt out. comes in and she goes, What what what's she doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you what? in the cupboard? Are you going to come out of are the closet? Are you going to come out of the closet? She's Scottish <laughs> now. Um, let's see. Connor, he's out. He's he's out, mate. He's not. He hadn't locked you in here, and I was yeah. downstairs. You know that because you saw me downstairs not long ago. Cause been crazy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, so um, she's like, "Oh, look, is there anything I can do to make things better?" And he goes, "Look, I'm moving into the guest room, so fuck you." Anyway. But she's like, oh, look, I know you can't forgive me. Um, and then he's whinging on about, did you even want to marry me, some small town cop? If you hadn't got, if you hadn't got I pregnant. Guess, yeah. Okay, no, sorry. That's her point. Yeah, you mentioned about him mm. moving to the guest room, which is, yeah, interesting. I didn't, yeah, I forgot you mentioned that. Going to the guest room. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, well, I don't know why. Why was he on the sofa before if they've got a guest room? That's what I want to know. Mm. Anyway, yeah. let's see where. That's actually a really good question. Why was he on the sofa before, not in the guest room? Because <sighs> he's not. He wasn't you. You know what? I think yeah. we might get there. I think we yeah. might figure <laughs> that one out. Oh, let's see. Anyway, so um, but she says she's trying to, uh, you know, make things better. And anyway, we see sad Greg on a bed. Why have I written sad Greg on a bed? Who know. <laughs> uh, that's the best line I've written in here. Sad Greg on a bed. Yeah, my bed. Uh, anyway, um, Helen Hunt wakes up 
Um, and Connor's room, he's got he's got the he's got games on. Games are on. And um, but he's not there. Where you at, mate? Yeah. So interestingly enough, because um, I watch my mm. films with subtitles, and on the actual game itself, like people were speaking for the headset, and things were saying for the headset, like um, it was saying things like "be quiet" or "stay in the corner," "stay this," where it made it sound like someone else was in the room. So that's what they were trying to portray, but you can't actually hear what they're mm. saying on the things. But if you've got subtitles on it, tells I think you, I vaguely so. noticed that. But I mean, I was, was, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, you see, what, what there's an interesting bit here that uh, well, it's not interesting; it's boring, if anything. But from an acting point of view, I do like the fact that Helen Hunt, while she's in there looking for Colin, Connor, Colin um, for the wiener, Connor. Um, she's picking up all this stuff off the floor and it's just a very, do you know what I mean? Like specific thing of like, you know, that's what a mum would do. She'd be in there picking yeah. his shit up. Um, yeah. And then of course Connor comes in and he's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Because he's Connor and Irish. Oh yeah, because then she's all like, you know, it's a bit late to do video games tonight. It's a bit late tonight, to do video games. You know? Anyway, the so oh guess what? There's a weird face under the bed. Oh. Anyway, Greg is what? Well, yeah, it's it's a face. So there was a mask on the bed, but face mask looks masky like thing. Face mask. Is it a fret? Is it a frog? Is it a monkey? It was a, bit, it was a bit dark under the bed. Oh, yeah, apparently the frog. I always thought. It was yeah, monkey. apparently it is a frog, but it looks like a monkey to me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, but you can see it under there. You do see the dude under there. Uh, yeah. Greg is asleep, and his bed cover is slowly dragged off. Oh, in a very ghostly way, I'll say. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, he 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 wakes up, and oh, he's he's done a little piddle for himself. He's had a little wee in his bed. Yeah. Poor old Greg. He's getting old. He's you know he's about to move into the guest room. Probably forgot where the toilet was. Woke up in a panic. Peed himself. Yeah. Poor old Greg. <laughs> um, um, it might be the drugs. You never know. The drugs. Anyway, so he yeah. washes his uh, sheets like you do. Anyway, so now we cut to sort of Spitzy, Spitzky again. And they're talking about um, the old case that I spoke about before. The guy who murdered six children. And this guy is asking for a retrial. Because apparently the whole time he's been saying that he didn't. He didn't. He do it. Mm. They go to visit one of the kids that they freed from last time, which was they managed to free two of the children that had been kidnapped previously, uh, and one of them was Tommy. Yeah. They go visit him, and uh, Tommy's got well, for want of a better word, a very burny face, uh, and mm. possibly blind. Um, but no, he can't be blind. But he's not. No, I don't think he's eye blind. is very blind looking. Um, but yeah. then he starts going, no, no, no. Screaming yes, really, he does, really yes. Loud. And um, I think they leave. Um, <laughs> yep. Well, it kind of cuts the scene. You don't see them leave. It, it kind does, of cuts yeah, the because, next um, scene. I will, you see, I've, yeah. written a, I've written that Helen Hunt wakes up from a nap, but actually it's the morning the next day. Um, because she's yep. she's said previously that she's going to be taking Connor to school that day. So, uh, but then this guy Tommy shows up at the house, and 
he's he's the person that she's uh, uh, yeah having an affair with. Just wandered away from my microphone. That's going to. Um, <laughs> yes, he's the he's he's the person that she was uh, having an affair with, and he's going. She's he's going. Oh, yeah. I love you, and she's going. Well, no thanks. You know. Yeah, did so. I, I try to remember. Did he also text? He to did. Say yeah, he's outside he did, yeah. first. So she's like looking at the phone, then looks at the door, going, "Oh, oh yeah. you're right there. Why have you texted me yeah, this?" Not <laughs> idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know, but he's outside, and suddenly, bonk! He gets the pot from the roof on his head. Oh, very painful. Um, and let's see, he's he's got a bit of a concussion. Helen Hunt re- re- reckons, uh, and sure, hmm. I've written what the fuck, what time of day is it? Because I got very I got very confused about what time of day it actually was because it looks it's somewhat not very morning about the way it looked. Um, yeah. Hey, what time did this guy rock up? What time does Connor start school? I don't know what's going yeah. on. Because they did they did a lot of yeah, stuff, didn't they? They did. Um yeah. so let's see. Uh, so she's down, she's down in the basement with uh, Tommy and she's sort of trying to nurse him. And um, she's like, oh, you're calling me. Where, what, how are you, where's your phone? And, oh, I don't know. I've lost it. Anyway, so she, pick, she picks it up. Just... Hello? But there's like um, music, I think. Yeah, so I think it was yes, music then, from the vinyl player. When they, we hear upstairs. music coming from upstairs. So she goes up there and she's like, Connor, did you yeah. turn this on? He's like, uh, no. And she's like, were well, you on the roof? And he's like, uh, no. Um, so then she takes Connor to school. But as you say, she she didn't in, she didn't investigate what no, fell on his head, did she? Mm. <laughs> not bothered. <laughs> um, so the missing boy's mum shows up, and she's uh, she's like, "Has your husband, the detective, um, found my son yet?" And Oh yeah, because they they also had that scene where basically they were going to reverse mm. the car, didn't they? And the and the the person's legs peered on the camera mm. view of the car, and like, oh, there's here's a jump scene for you. And everyone else is going, huh? What? Yeah, <laughs> jump what? what? <laughs> like, what does she expect her to say? Oh yeah, here are all the details for the case that we don't talk, we don't even talk to each yeah. other about. Like one, even yeah. if we were talking to each other, we wouldn't be allowed to tell me. But two, he's not actually talking to me. Anyway, so uh, it turns out that Tommy's head is bleeding. Oh, then he gets bonked in the head with a bat. Oh, but we don't see who bonks him in the head. Mm. So um, we go back to the sort of crime scene, and uh, anyway, it turns out that they found a tripwire. Um, so it wasn't an unseen force. He goes, the the kid got himself caught on a tripwire. Well, it's neat because. Um... I've forgotten his name Spitsky. now. The other detective found the tripwire, didn't they? Yeah. Spitsky. So Spitsky found the tripwire. And then the Greg. main detective, I'm not very good with names. He he was talking, he kept going about the knives. Uh, no, the knife was found the knife earlier. in that scene as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 okay, right. I can't, he was discussing something. They were talking about. He? Um... The, the, he was mentioning somewhere and, and then Spitsky was like, oh no, the, you know, then maybe the, yeah, this yeah, is how they caught the right, kid yeah. and he showed yeah. the wire. Um, yeah, so Helen Hunt gets back home, but old Tom O's dead now. And she's like, oh, no, he wasn't, he wasn't like this when I left him. He wasn't nearly dead when I left him. And Greg comes home and she's like, help me. Uh, I think Connor killed him. And Greg's like, you fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> not quite like that. 
But anyway, to save Connor from any sort of um, prison sentence or anything like that, uh, they take the body and they dig a grave in a wood. Uh, It's interesting. I mean, of course, we'll talk about it further later. But yeah, it's interesting the fact that he was straight away, take the body away and bury it. Like, Well, if anyone knows how to get away with crime, it should be a policeman, right? I think if I accidentally yeah. killed someone, I wouldn't know what to do with the body. Oh. <laughs> you know, I've watched uh, so many pigs. horror films. Is that what they say? Uh, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah, the pigs aren't they really good at eating them. Never trust they? someone with a pig farm. That's what they say. Um, let's <laughs> see. Yeah, so anyway, they dig, him in a, they dig a grave and bury him in a wood. Anyway, Connor's at home and he hears noises downstairs. Yeah, but we need to also add the fact that the wife was constantly apologising. I have got this. that. I have got that because it sort of flicks around. Yeah, it because it's it, yeah, it's quite interesting because then the husband like goes to hug her and yeah, like, she... tries to be nice to her. So change change of there's suddenly change of you know like yeah because I on their feelings to each other. If something's going to bond you, it's burying a body. Plus now they've got this big secret. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, again, we'll probably dig into that yeah. later. Um, anyways, like I say, Connor's at home and he hears noises um, downstairs and uh, silverware in a tumble dryer. And, There's ooh, the silverware. Then, That's where it went. Oh, it was in the uh, tumble dryer. Of course it was. And then Connor goes back to his computer and the chat, old school chat messages there. Yeah. And it's like, do you know what Logging frogging is. is with a PH? <laughs> it turns out that it's somebody living in your hate, living in your hate. Yeah. Or your, or your house. And there's a shape behind him. And it's the monkey mask frog dude. Monkey mask frog dude. Yeah, so, yeah, he was looking up videos of frogging and what frogging means. And basically seeing oh. YouTube videos of, well, I'll say stream videos of people streaming themselves frogging. And of course, frogging yes. is people sneaking into people's homes and, and living there without them noticing. That's right, yeah. yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Oh, I get the frog mask. Ah, uh, yeah, frogging. <laughs> oh, no, that makes sense now. Uh, anyway, they get back from the woods, and Helen Hunt screams because Connor's been tied up in a bath and drugged potentially. Yeah, I think he was drugged, wouldn't he? What are you hmm. sure about that? Uh, but one of the green pen knives is stuck in the cell. Yeah. Bam, bam, ding. That was suspenseful music there for everyone at home. Maybe it was a serial uh, murderer with a maybe. kid who did it to Connor. Maybe. But, and obviously Greg's sus of this knife because he knows what's going down with a knife. He's, yeah. he's, he's like, I'm investigating this guy. Um, so anyway, uh, Helen Hunt drives to the hospital, but Greg investigates the house. He goes around the attic and he finds a wall of doom, which is just pictures of him and his family. But I'm calling yeah. it the wall yeah. of doom for this. Yeah, well, the interesting thing was, um, yeah, because I think he goes upstairs and you can literally see all the photo frames where pictures are just missing on it. And then he sees the wall of doom because it originally saw the one, but then you start seeing more yeah. of just missing. Don't so. question it. Yeah. These pictures are missing. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I didn't notice. How come only you noticed? I'm a detective. Ooh. <laughs> you should have noticed more than whatever. Anyway, so there's music coming from downstairs. Um, but sneaky mask hoodie guy's there and he got a bat and he's heading for Greg. Uh, and then we cut. Oh, big jump cut. 
it was actually was it was it better was it an axe it was, was an, an axe, axe but you can't you can't yeah. tell that until until later yeah. <gasps> uh, uh, okay. so then we um cut and uh we sort of go back around again so we start with uh camcorder footage and they're filming the harper house which is where they live and the, the car leaves and two people run into the garage as it's closing so it's got a sort of start of a found footage movie now that's a different movie yeah uh, and we meet alec and mindy filming a documentary about frogging um and the reason it's called frogging is because they leap from pad to pad oh very exciting yeah um <laughs> mindy's talking to the camera about frogging but wait behind her it's creepy mask dude oh no it's just alec dicking about um <laughs> and then uh let's see well, they, they oh, snuck yeah. into the house, didn't they? We all, yeah, so they, they snuck into the house by trying to run in when the yeah, garage yeah. door was And then closing. they basically, Mindy's sort of scouted the place out. But the reason I paused yeah. there is because I've written kick about when they out. So, you know, it's, <laughs> uh, it's difficult for me to understand why I've written that. But, but yeah, um, that. it is that, the kick about the house when the people are out. So it, it does make sense as yeah. a, when, when I know what it means. Um so they yeah. sleep in like a crawl space. So they use this guest room, but they don't sleep there. They sleep in like a crawl space. Um, and I think they fall asleep in there. And so Mindy wakes up in a little 2 a.m. update. Uh, but where the fuck is Alex? Alex? Alec. Uh, it's smoking on the roof. Oh, do you remember that from before? The smoking on the roof. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we've said... What I should have said is... This is starting back round again. You did, did say I? that, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then Alec is walking around the house filming everyone. And he fil- he finds Greg on the couch. We remember that from before. Greg was on the couch. Yeah. So this is almost like the day before what we saw. Um, yeah. Anyway. Ooh, and then there's some ominous music. Down. <laughs> And then we go, oh, hey, look, this is the start of the movie that we watched. Yeah. Now, what I'm going to say to you now is I've got a problem here with the movie because what I thought I was getting, and I remember this originally, was it goes from this movie to a found footage movie, and I thought it was clever, but then they they go past that, and we don't we don't see the rest of... Alec and Mindy's journey uh, as a fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of, I kind of glad they didn't stuck to fan footage because I'm not a fan of fan footage. I, I am, and I also thought it was clever. So to start, start, yeah, that I guess and move I, into something else. It doesn't. I guess it makes you ask, what's the point of the fan, doing the fan footage start, exactly. if you're not going to do yeah, it throughout? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, anyway. That's not really a. Not really a big thing. Uh, anyway, so uh, it turns out that Alex taken the photo. Oh, so that's what happened there. And I think potentially the two of them are homeless, or one of them is, because they talk about why they do frogging, which is it's basically better than, you know, living out on the streets. So presumably yeah. they are. Uh, but they've both got nice phones. Yes, it's true. That's a fair point on that. Uh, let's see. Oh, and camcorders, of course, and the ability to upload yep. onto um, YouTube. Uh, yeah. So maybe they're not homeless. <laughs> yes. Alex steals another photo. 
Um, and then it turns out he's found a TV remote app, which is new to me. I never knew they did that. Um, yeah. And then Alex's like, come on, let's not hide about. Let's piss about with them a bit. But then the repairman shows, or remember him. Um, and yeah. of course, Mindy opens the door. She's the daughter. That makes sense. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's fine. He doesn't, he doesn't know you live here. So, exactly. you know, just, just answer the door. The door. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But, and then we see Alec doing oh, something or other. I don't know. What but he finds some pills and starts putting them in a water bottle. Um, Mindy's water bottle, no less. I think, I, think Alex, I think at that time as well, Alec was looking in the cutlery drawer as well. Maybe. What I've, I've written Alec on an adventure steals. Yeah, I think Alec steals yeah, the cutlery right, from the cutlery drawer. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he kind of, it, it's weird, it doesn't show show him stealing it, it just shows him open the cutlery drawer, but it makes, you know, you're like, obviously he stole the cutlery. We made the assumption. And like I say, yeah. then he steals someone's pills and puts them in Mindy's water yeah. bottle. Oh no, he's not yeah. going to do what he thinks he's going to do, is he? But no, he doesn't. He's just drugged her so he could go piss about the house. Yeah. Which I suppose is something. Um, well, let's, let's see. Um, it becomes a bit of a, a hidey, sneaky mask boy at this point, doesn't he? He's got his, he's got his mask on. Yeah. And he, it's him that released the hamster. Oh, very good. Uh, it's Alec. It turns out that locked Greg in the cupboard. Oh, remember that cupboard? Escapade. Yeah. Yep. Um, Alex, kind of weird guy. Um, so we can't, I don't know if you mentioned the phone scene, of course, when he throws the phone for the window at the start. He looks out the window and he sees a mug on the roof. And he's like, why is that mug there? And he, will, he goes up to get the mug from the roof, blaming, thinking it's his son. <laughs> then later on, you find out it was thingy smoke. Yes, I did, because I said to you, yeah. they, were, they were funny cigarettes. <laughs> yes, you did say that, but you didn't. You didn't mention the phone scene, where later on you find out he sees the ah, mug. Right, yeah, like he yeah. compares the two, anyway, but yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, it feels like he's going to get caught, so he lies under the bed with the weird mask on, which is what we saw before. Yeah. It, so it turns out it wasn't just a weird mask; it was Alec wearing frog, frog monkey mask. mask. It's one of those things. Like, if if you saw a weird mask on the bed under your bed, wouldn't you have like try and pick it up no, to look at it? Just leave it. I, <laughs> I've got a weird <laughs> mask under my bed, so I won't worry about me. Oh, okay. Um, I've got the mask, you know, from the mask. Oh, really? So, okay, interesting. Uh, I keep trying it on, hoping for the mask powers, but nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, so anyway, it turns out that it's Alec that pulled Greg's covers off him. And then he proceeds to pee on Greg. Pee on him. Which, yeah. uh, so it turns out that poor Greg didn't pee himself. It was this fucker. And um, it's, he's smoking again, smoking again. And Mindy's like, what the fuck are you doing? I've told you to like, um, you know, we should get out of here anyway. But uh, it turns out Alec's not finished playing with them yet. Yeah, it, it, the interesting thing about Bindi is she's like saying, trying to teach him how to do fogging. Mm. And he was like, he's acting like he's bored. This is getting boring, etc. And then you're like thinking, this guy's going a bit crazy, isn't he? He's not, you know. And Bindi's just like, what the hell? I'm a professional fogger here. And you've just 
d- ruined it for You're me. Fucking with my life. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, it turns out it's Alec that knocks the pot off the head, hitting off the head, off the roof, hitting Tommy. Um, yeah, it wasn't a roof tile, which you mentioned before. Yes. It was the cup. Let's see. Um, Tommy. I couldn't tell if he intentionally did that or if he accidentally did that. Like, as in, he intentionally dropped it on the roof, but I didn't know I he intentionally I... wanted to hit well, someone I... on the head. He knew they were down there. He, he kind of looked. No, oh, because he kind of looked down, like like he was shocked that like he did that. Mm. But it I might don't know. just be me. It's it's difficult to say. Yeah. Let's see. Anyway, so uh, we said that they're they're going to be leaving, yeah. but. She said all this stuff's in the basement, brilliant. So they need a distraction. And, of course, he finds uh, Tommy's phone and he makes the phone call to Helen Huntley-Saw and he's the one who puts on the music. Uh, and then Mindy's in the basement and the garage. And she's avoiding, obviously, avoiding Tommy. And then, bonk! As we know, Tommy gets hit by someone. But guess what? It's Greg! What the hell, Greg? Greg? Crazy fucking... father. We weren't expecting that. Oh, mm. this movie's taking a turn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then we cut to Alec making his wall of doom. The wall of doom. Uh, and then Mid- Mindy's watching basically the breakdown unfold from before, basically, like, oh, Connor's killed this guy. And of course, now we yeah. know why Greg's so fucking happy to help. Um. <laughs> But Mindy does manage to leave, I believe. And she gets out and sees that Alex tying up Connor. So that's, we know why that happened. And he's yeah. like, don't look at me like that. And then Alex tries to stop her. She falls and smacks her head. And geez, it's a fucking smack, isn't it? Oh. Yep. Knocks herself out. You know, that's one of those cringe ones. Oh, that looked like it hurt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she's KO'd. Um, and then he puts Connor in the bathtub. Then he places Mindy in the other car because uh, obviously they've got two cars and they're planning on getting yeah. out of there. But then, of course, they return from the burying. Given what we saw from this for, before, this is they find Connor. Helen Hunt uh, um, drives Helen Hunt drives Connor to the hospital, and Greg, of course, is supposed to be looking around the house, which we originally saw, but actually he drives yeah. away from the house. Um, and Mindy's in the car, but she wakes up and uh, she suddenly f- she finds his bag, and inside the bag is a kid's jersey and lots of green pen knives. Yeah, so interestingly enough, of course, she was talking to um, I'm forgetting names again, but she was talking to a boyfriend, I'll say, um, saying about she was like reading a news article about mm. the kid missing. And even mentioned the fact that the kid was wearing this recently. And then she, when she was in the boot, she saw the T-shirt that the kid was wearing. Was it? Yes, the boot. of course, of course, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so it turns out that Greg is the kidnappy murder guy. Oh, yep. What a prick! How did the detective get away with so many murders? Who's to say? So they stop in a wood, and where's Greg gone? We do not know. So she calls the police and. She manages to get through, but guess what? No signal. Uh-huh. Uh, weird. It always happens, doesn't it, in a horror movie? Yep. They go to a trailer. Oh, trailer. And there's newspapers on the win- window. 
and we hear crying inside. Uh, there's two boys inside, the two missing boys, um, and they say he's going. Yeah, they didn't say the newspapers weren't very well covering it, no. was it? As in, there's still little holes in the newspapers. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they say he's going to kill us. He's digging a hole, uh, but Greg sneaks up behind Mindy and covers her in a plastic bag. Is Mindy dead? Uh, we don't know yet. Nope. Greg sees the camera footage and finds out that they've been living in his house. Uh, Greg drives Mindy back to his house, uh, but it turns out she's not dead. And Alec, it would have been it would have been interesting on that scene because you're saying he, he he see he looks at the camera footage. It would have been e- interesting to do the found footage then, maybe I don't know. That would have been for me. That would have been the moment to flick flick back yeah. to movie to, to have stayed maybe. found. And then do all of it found so stay footage, found yeah. footage to that point and then flick to the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have made more sense, but it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Let's see. So Alex sees him return, but we don't see any more of him for a moment because Greg is telling Mindy, because she is alive, to stand up and she's sort of reluctant to do it. But when she does stand up, he shoots her. Um, and Alec hears these shots and then he dons his mask and face. And now we're somewhere near the jump cut we had at the big, uh, in the middle. Do we know why he shot the wall? Was it to make it look yes, like self-defense? Because he gives her a gun. And so it's, yeah, okay. it's oh, he to does, make it yes, look sorry. like she shot first. Yeah, he's got his. Yeah. Good. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, like I said, we're somewhere near the jump cut. Anyway, Alex sneaks upon Greg. But they have a bit of a fight. Oh, uh, I don't know why I made that noise. Um. But unfortunately, Alex is Alec is no um, no uh, f- match for Greg, and he sort of KOs him. And then Greg goes to the kitchen and stabs himself, but he hasn't managed to KO Alec enough. Um, yeah. And it turns out that Alec has a gun, and he's like, "I know you took those boys." Um, and then and Greg goes, yeah. "No, you took the boys." Um, and then Alex steps into the light. And at this point, we see that Greg recognizes Alec from somewhere or another. And then yeah. suddenly Greg goes, wait, when I was a little boy, but Alex says, I don't give a fuck. And um, shoots him out. And Spitzy, Spitzy comes in and shoots Alec because obviously he's holding a gun. And then Alex like, Detective yeah. Spitzky. And yeah. the boys are saved, the ones that were already before. Helen Hunt comes back home and she's like, what the fuck happened here? Um <laughs> Alec goes off to hospital, and what we learn here is that um, Alec had been kidnapped by Greg previously, and he was one of the ones who was saved with Tommy. Um, And we know this because the kid version of Alec has a Yoshi Pez that I have not mentioned before, but the adult... Yeah, he was eating Yoshi Pez. adult Alec, and that is the end of I See You. Well, that felt long. It do. So say I, I really like Plotris. Um I like the fact that it started off as a paranormal one and then it's like, oh, it's not paranormal, people are yeah. frogging. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And then it turns out I was like, oh, the frog is crazy as well. And then it turns out he's not crazy. It turns out he's just getting revenge on the fact that the chest yeah. is murdering, yeah. killing kids. Um, but it's it's what interests me as well is like with the husband. So as as we mentioned, the kids mm-hmm. screaming. I think it's because the kid recognised the hus- the um, detective and was screaming, going, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Like that's sort of um, implied, yeah. isn't it? And it, uh, on a second watch, that, well, 
what, what you said before, actually, I think this doesn't suit a second watch, apart from maybe that scene where you go, oh, now I know why he's screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's me. So a lot of people ask me, like, when I suggest film people, a lot of people ask me, um, what's it about? And you're like, I think you should mm. just watch it. <laughs> it's, you, it ruins it. Yeah. So sorry, people who listen to this, it does kind of ruin it. But if you want to give it a try, go to watch. But yeah. But yeah, and it's, so you're saying the husband knows to hide mm-hmm. the body. So, and if it gives the wife, because of course he's done mm-hmm. worse than that. Uh, you've also forgot to mention about the bastard game as well. So they were playing a game of, um, I'm not very good with names. It's just a word game. Names? He says we're playing a word game. Yeah, but yeah, but as it, who was playing the game? Oh, was Alec it? and Mindy. Remember the names? Yeah, so Alec and Mindy was playing a game where they were guessing um, mm-hmm. a word, and she's like B how many letters, and then later on when the husband came in to check the the homeowner came in to check the cup, he went bastard, and he's like, "What's a bastard?" Like you know, and he's there. Uh, mm. So there was sort of hints that he knew who he was. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I. I... I miss a lot, um, I think. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else I need to say about it because I think the main problems I had with it, really, and uh, I actually quite enjoyed it. I think it's relatively underrated. Um, Yeah. The only problem that I really had with it is that it. And what I thought was unique is that it goes from one genre of horror film into another. You know, you get this paranormal thing and then it goes into it. It, feel, it like feels like it goes film. into a fan footage movie. But then they then they scrap that, which is frustrating because it would have been more, even more unique to have it go, you know, paranormal fan footage and then into this murder mystery or this kidnap mystery, um, which vaguely does but uh, like i say i think it just i mean what the hell do i know i don't know how to make a film and the <laughs> fact that it was made no i mean i and i, I see where you're going i think yeah i think it probably would have worked if it was all found footage and that at that section when they started doing the yeah i would have just like i said to you um if the if they put it back into the movie as soon as he found the camera then that would have worked so well um it would have just, it would have just been, it would have been fantastic. But it, it, it does work, and the characters are good, and the acting. It's sometimes, I think, a rare occasion when you can watch a film and and feel like you're watching the characters. Sometimes, if you know what I mean. Whereas in in yeah. this case, it's put together like, feels like a family with problems, um, and obviously when you know more about it and. Obviously, Greg is a bad person, and you know the reason the reason that he forgives her, you know, at this point where they're burying the body is because because suddenly he he knows that they can't have any more animosity between them because they've done this thing together, and it it yeah it blocks so his think, thing like he wouldn't yeah. you know. I think the reason why the wife cheated on him as well is because he's not shown any love interest towards her. Of course, he's taking, he's been too busy kidnapping kids and going away doing that and looking like he's doing a lot of work and yeah. things. Yeah. And I've, you know, he's probably done worse to the kids, but yeah, I think he's then actually not like loving the wife anymore and things like yeah. that. And for, I, I guess, for want of, you know, like not really wanting to say it, I guess 
it mu- well it must be a pedophile <laughs> so yeah. you know like like must you say be. it's like he can't have been showing her much love and um mm. but what we said earlier and uh, i don't know if we did actually say it in the, earlier in the podcast or we just said it to each other earlier it it doesn't fit a second viewing like no, the first time you watch it you're like oh this is good and then i like the twists and and stuff like yeah. that whereas the second but night when you know yeah, what's when the coming, second time yeah, you know what's coming it it actually drags on a little bit oh yeah it's saying i watched it again today and there's a few times where i was like <laughs> rewinding it because i was like wait how did she because mm. i remember when she came out the car and she was like on the phone to the police saying i think i'm at the child murderer's house i was like wait a minute how did she find that and i had to rewind <laughs> to remember it like i was like, oh t-shirt yeah so i did lost attention a few times because it kind of lost the desire yeah. of it yeah um but uh, right let's keep let's move for, let's keep moving forward actually because um yeah. otherwise we'll just talk <laughs> for ages so let's see if anyone put yeah. anything on the facebook and i think um there's those two comments was, actually, yeah. so matthew fawn sorry just matthew so matthew put didn't care for this one felt the good work of the first two acts were under undone by a writer who tried to cram too many twists and turns into their ending which um i can see his point yeah i can see his point and I think, yeah, no, it's right. There probably See, is too. There probably is just too many twists in there. Um, but I like that. I don't know why I like that. I like things with a lot of twists. As long as there's some kind of conclusion to it, I love things when it's got a lot. I actually, of think to it. that he's right in terms of there being too many twists. But yeah, the the twists I hate are the ones where it feels like they're trying, like the writer or whatever's trying to show me how clever they are. Um, whereas yeah. this doesn't have that feeling it's just it just the twists are there and they're fine for me uh, yeah. it doesn't make yeah. me like I say it doesn't make me annoyed that they're trying to prove how clever they are yeah like Saw does sometimes um, yeah and Brie put oh this is on my what <laughs> oh on the watch list she's Australian so let's do that Ew, this is on my watch list yeah. looks, looks very <laughs> spooky there you go. Sorry, Bree. <laughs> uh, right. So let's just give it the rating system, which you probably know by now is uh, there's no nuance to it. It's either a creative psychopath or it's shit. And um, based on, I think, the uniqueness of it, I'm going to give it a creative psychopath. Um, if you watch it once. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And presumably you'll give it that too, since you recommended it. <laughs> Yep, yeah, definitely. But of course, if you've listened to this whole thing, uh, no point. Don't bother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We ruined it for Don't you. So. Right. So let that is the filling of the horror sandwich, which, if I recall, was prawn mayo. Prawn mayo. Yeah. yeah prawn um. Mayo. So all we need to do now is add the final two slices of bread. Final two slices of bread. Fuck you know. The final slice of bread, which is the last two questions. So, what is a scary moment from a non-horror movie that you remember? Uh, see, I struggled with this one because I was like, it's not like, I don't remember any horror scenes on oh, non-horror oh, okay. films I watch. But I wrote the Willy Wonka boat scene. Because mm-hmm. that was a bit horrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
lots of flashing lights of him sc- doing scary poems and it going really yeah, I fast. think you might be the third or fourth person to say that now. So <laughs> I think it's quite well known as being, you know, it's so out of place. Yeah. Oh, the delay on my face is frustrating the crap out of me. You don't <laughs> normally get to see your own expressions, but I keep looking yeah. at them. At some point it looks like I'm eye rolling and I'm like, well, what's my pro- what is my problem? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, so the last it's thing right. is, if you could make a non-horror movie a horror movie, what would you choose? Truman Show. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so it was it was either in a sense of imagining like the person controlling it is like a lot darker and like puts in horrible situations, yeah. or I remember we did a Big Brother version of this where maybe like zombies got invaded outside of Truman mm. Show, like basically everyone died. And then things are slowly decaying in the Truman Show where like people were not appearing and things like that, or the lights were failing because the bulbs were not changed. Oh, that's a good that that's a yeah. that's a good shout. I, I I quite like that. Um mm. I mean you could say it's a horror movie in a sense, anyways, because you literally put someone in a, their own fake environment and kidnap them as a baby. Yeah. But <laughs> but you could um you could sort of combine something like that with a cabin of the woods sort of thing. So have the yeah. jeopardy jeopardies actually be real, but control, yeah. you know, for one person who is who they they yeah. make sure maybe always just, survives. It's quite interesting. Like maybe just maybe put him in horrible situations, like he's always losing his job mm. or something like that. Put bets on it where people say, "Oh, I want a tornado." Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah, no, um, I like that. Mm. I like that. You've uh, you've come up with a cracking one there. Right, <laughs> so that is the final slice of bread in the horror sandwich, but. Because it's a horror sandwich, I've got to ruin it for you. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Um, and what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to, let's see. Oh, I'm going to put a green pen knife in it. There you go. That'd be fun for you. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could just remove it. <laughs> hmm. You probably wouldn't want to, though. Anyway. Right. No. Oh, for God's sake, I've gone mad tonight. You can tell I haven't had any sleep. Yeah. Uh, right. So, do you have anything you want to plug, or shall I end it? Do you, Do you have a? Uh, no, podcast or a I guess not really. I don't. I don't. No, I don't. So, if I got a Twitter, which is uh, oh God, what is my Twitter? <laughs> I don't my, let me double check on what my Twitter is, and then we'll plug that. I think it's Elsaurus, but let me double check. Yeah, so my Twitter is Laura to Daisy. So I'm happy for people to follow me on Twitter. Laura to Daisy. Yeah, so Laura number two Daisy. Well, we will put that in the um, show notes so people can do that. I followed you just mm-hmm. now, so that's good. Um, oh, thank you. Right, okay, so let's let's close this podcast off. Uh, right, so thank you everybody for listening. Um, of course, you can and you should. Uh, give us a rating and review in whatever app you listen to this in. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Creative Psychopaths. Uh, follow me on Instagram, where I'm actually doing daily stories about horror stuff, uh, which is creative underscore psychopaths underscore. Uh, you join the Facebook group Creative Psychopaths, where each week I put on whatever movie I'm doing, and you can uh, put a comment in there for a shout out on the podcast, like we did this week with Matthew and Bree. And I'm sure they'll be very happy to hear their names, and you should be too. 
There's an email for the podcast, creativepsychopathpod at gmail.com. You can email in there if you've got any uh, suggestions, films you'd like me to cover, guests you'd like to come back on, or if you want to guest yourself. And uh, the last thing to say is bye. <laughs> bye.